pirates had infected the seas for generations. So I vowed to eliminate them all. And then, there was this boy. Jack Sparrow. Follow him in! He took everything from me. And filled me with... Rage. Stop that. No, 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 don't stop that. This has gone far enough. No, it has not. I saw her ankles. You'd have seen a lot more if you kept your cake holes shut. It's day 25 of Movie Month. Yes, it's my fifth annual Movie Month. In which 30 days I watch 30 movies and do 30 podcasts like this one right here. Yo, ho, yo, ho, a pirate's life for me. Oh my God, I am done. Not done with movie month. I'm done with today's movies and I'm done with these pirate movies. I've watched four pirate movies over the last, like, I don't know, less than 10 days. Uh, and I wanted to, you know, I, this isn't like I, I, um, I was forced to do this. I brought this upon myself. I, I wanted to do this. I like to watch series, at least try to watch one series, uh, every year. And this year I picked the Pirates movies. I've done, I said in the past, I've done the Fast and the Furious movies. I did the Transformers movies, which I'm not done with. So stay tuned later this month. Uh, and Probably next year I'll finally get to the Mission Impossible movies. I've seen the first one. Same thing with the, with the pirate movies. Saw the first one and the Transformers movie. Saw the first one, but never saw anything after that. So Transformers started with part two. Pirates this year started with part two. And probably next year Mission Impossible will start with part two. But alas, mateys, we're not here to talk about different movies. We're here to talk about pirates 
of the Caribbean. Dead Men Tell No Tales, the fifth pirate movie. Uh, and Johnny Depp is back with an earpiece in his ear, getting lines read to him, uh, fed to him, either one. Uh, and uh, Jeffrey Rush is back as Barbosa. And Orlando Bloom is back. A little bit at the beginning, a little bit at the end. I'm going to spoil this. This movie was last year. You don't care enough about it. I'm going to spoil it. Uh, where we last left Orlando Bloom, he was cursed. He was cursed. He was not in the last movie at all. Neither was Keira Knightley's Elizabeth Swan at all. So for this movie, he was at the very beginning being one of the cursed, uh, being the cursed captain of the Flying Dutchman. And he met with his son, who we saw at the end of three, because it was like, I guess he could come to see once every 10 years. That's what it was, where he came to see and he met his son. And that was it. I don't, rem- I don't remember, to be honest with you. I, these things, I, I, I pay as much attention as I can. And if you feel like I've, I've, these movies are years old, okay, maybe I watched them six days ago, but still. The details are like all over the place. There's a lot going on in these movies. But this movie picks up with the, him as a kid, this, uh, Orlando Bloom's son as a kid, Henry. Henry, um, I want to say Taylor. Is that their last name? Will Taylor? Son? Will something. Turner. Turner. Henry Turner. Uh, and he's a young boy who threw himself off a boat into the water to get caught by the Flying Dutchman. I guess he timed it perfectly. He's been doing a lot of research uh, so that he could meet with his dad and tell his dad he was going to break the curse and his you know, Lindo Bloom's Will Turner's got all barnacle all over his face, and he's like, I'm cursed. Uh, you know, don't come back for me, kid. Get out of here. Uh, and then he throws the kid off the boat up. He floats him up to the, uh, you know, th- I don't know what he does. The kid floats up while the Flying Dutchman floats down. And then we flash forward, we flash forward 10 years or nine years. So this movie takes place after part four. Um, but I'm guessing the beginning that we saw took place before part four. Cause at one point they said that this ship has been in a bottle for five years. So this movie, even though in real world, it takes place six years after the original movie, they say it takes place five years. Oh yeah, close enough. So th- this takes five years. This takes place five years after part four, where we left part four, uh, he left Penelope Cruz on an island. She had the voodoo doll, and that never came up again in this movie. I don't know if they just erased uh, Penelope Cruz from existence. The Blackbeard was dead. They got rid of Penelope Cruz, gone. This time we have a whole new girl, Carissa, I believe is her name. She is uh, thought to be a witch, but in fact she's just a woman of science. I actually really like the opening kind of uh, stunt the opening action sequence where uh, Jackie, Jackie, Jackie and his boys tried to, or attempting to rob a safe out of a bank, but they ended up taking the whole bank and pulling the whole bank around town. I thought that was really well done. Uh, there's two new directors in this movie. I don't remember their names, but their links will be on the website. Uh, it used to be Gore Verbinski, then it was Rob Marshall, and then it, now it's two guys I've never heard of at all. Two guys. Uh, this movie didn't do the box office that part four did, but it did still make 
close to like over 600 million worldwide or something like that. I mean, it still makes money. These movies are global. It doesn't matter if they, how they do in just the United States, they make money. I assume this still looks like it's going to be part six. So I may not be done with this. I may never be done with this. Um, but okay. So this movie picks up. So the girl is being accused of being a witch. Jack Sparrow is trying to rob a bank. They kind of cross paths. At the same time, there's a young lad who is trying to uh, find a trident of, not trident gum, uh, but trident of Poseidon. Not the Poseidon adventure where the boat turns upside down. The Shelley Winters one, not the Richard Dreyfuss one. But neither of those, actually. Um, the trident of Poseidon is the is the MacGuffin of this movie, is the goal. Is This is what they're going for. It's all they're always going for something. So they need Jack Sparrow. So, oh, oh, oh. So the kid was on a ship that got attacked by Javier Bardem, uh, and he is uh, Salazar, who is a cursed uh, shipman, uh, captain, and a cursed ship. And Salazar always leaves one person alive on a ship to tell the tale because dead men tell no tales, get it? So he left uh, Henry Turner, young Will's son. Oh, he's not that young anymore, but he's Will's young son. And he left Henry Turner alive. Henry Turner then went and tried to, because he needs to find Jack Sparrow, he went and tried to spread the word that Salazar's out there. No one believed him. They thought he was a turncoat because he had his sleeves ripped off. So they arrested him. He crosses paths with the uh, witch uh, scientist, too. She's not a witch, but that's what they're thinking she is. Uh, and then that they all kind of cross paths together. This guy's looking for Jack Sparrow because, of course, Jack Sparrow is the reason that Salazar is cursed in the first place. So they need Jack Sparrow's uh, compass, or he needs to be apart from his compass so that they can get out of Hell's Triangle or they can swim in the daytime. There's a lot of shit going on here. I'm trying to remember this. I've watched this early today, then in the afternoon, and then I just finished it. So there's a lot happening, and I don't know why I'm even talking about it. I don't know, like, why am I giving a plot summary here? But I, I like to try to work my way through this. So Jack Sparrow gives away the compass, and Javier Bardem and his crew of miscreants, dead people, uh, can, now, can now sail through the day. They can't touch land, though. Uh, Henry Turner says, hey, Jack Sparrow, um, you know, we need to get the Trident, you and I, and we got a girl here that can help us. Something like that, right? I don't remember. So they use her because, oh, she has the map because she knows the map because the map is in the stars. She doesn't know her dad. Her dad left this book for her. I was like, oh, they're going to, something's going to happen with the dad. Someone's going to be the dad. So the dad left this book for her to help her find the map which is in the stars because they need to get to an island to get to the Poseidon's trident. Jack doesn't have a ship then he does have a ship, doesn't have a crew then he does have a crew. Uh, it's a lot of the same uh, faces that you recognize from the other movies which are they're fun to see. I uh, like the guy who's basically Al Capone from the Boardwalk Empire. Seeing him is funny. I like seeing the two guys who used to work for the British and just pretended to be, to be pirates and they've been pirates with them ever since. Um, this movie's like watching a video game. It's like watching a cartoon. There's a lot going on, and they stuff it with a lot of like a narrative and story and twists and turns, and it doesn't make it so great. Uh, but it, but it's still they're still fun, big giant adventure movies. Of course, I'm watching them on an eight inch tablet. But uh, the big villain this time was 
uh, Salazar, who's played by Javier Bardem. I always feel like Javier Bardem was, should have been a bigger... I get him mixed up with Clive Owen sometimes. They both have that same like giant face. Uh, but I feel like Clive Owen never really caught on, and Javier Bardem kind of caught on, but it never. They, they, he's not the humongous star that I think he could be or should be. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, but Javier Bardem meets up with... Barbosa's crew, hey, look, Barbosa's back, and he's like, Barbosa's like, I can bring you to Jackie Sparrow. There he is over there. Keep me alive. And Harvey Abardem's like, I'll keep you alive, and you're going to find Jack Sparrow. And Jack Sparrow's like, we got to go to the trident over here. Oh, bloody, bloody, hell, hell, hell. And this is all happening. It's craziness. Um, so they end up at an island. I'm just going to flash forward to the, or fast forward, because I don't remember. They end up at an island, and it was kind of a cool scene because they had zombie sharks chasing after Jack Sparrow. Uh, and then all the zombie Harvey Arbardem-like crew could run on the water, but they couldn't make it to land. Uh, there was a funny scene where Jack's on this island. There were some people that, uh, that Jack owed money to, so he was going to marry him off to an ugly daughter. And then Barbosa catches up with them, and they're like, uh, hey... You still have the black pearl. The black pearl is in a bottle in Jack's jacket. All he had to do was break the bottle, and the, and the ship comes back. They're like, let's go get the trident together. You know what? It was a different island. I don't think it was the same island. I don't remember. Um, so let's go get the trident uh, together. And you know, I'll take the trident. No, I'll take the trident. No, screw Salazar, who's playing again by Javier Bardem. Uh, so then they go to this island to get the, the, the trident. And... Here is where they figure out that there's like, I forget how it happened, but the sea split open, which was actually a pretty cool effect. Oh, they had to find, okay, okay, this island was like a representation of the stars. So the, the actual land looked like the galaxy, which was kind of a cool effect. And there was all these stars just like the map, these red stars, but one star wasn't lit up because it had a piece of the ruby from the book that the girl had from her dad. Oh, and by the way, her dad is Barbosa. Of course it is. I, I, it's Barbosa played by Jeffrey Rush, not Salazar played by Javier Bardem. Uh, so Barbosa's the dad. She doesn't know it right away, but they end up falling down this crack. The sea splits open and they're able to walk in between the sea. That was a pretty cool effect. You know, it's all, they can do anything now, but it's all about imagination because you can freaking do anything with computers. So it's about how to make things look cool and come up with cool ideas. Uh, and I thought they did that with the, with the fact that the ocean was split apart and then they find the trident. Javier Bardem is fighting with, uh, oh, Javier Bardem possesses uh, uh, Henry Turner so that he could walk on land. And then he catches that he gets to the trident first, and he uses that power to split apart so that uh, Javier Bardem is his own person, still the ghoul, the ghoul or whatever he is. And Henry Turner is alive. That's the kid of Orlando Bloom and Keira Knightley. And then, oh, uh, God, so much shit happens in this movie. Um, oh, so the girl's like, you have to break apart the trident. So he runs up and smashes the trident while the trident was stabbing. Uh, um, Jack Sparrow, Javier Bardem was stabbing Jack Sparrow, which I guess he was okay from. Once you smashed the trident, every curse in the world was lifted. So I guess the 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 uh, 
the curse of Havre Bardem, he's lifted, he's now human, all his people are human, and they start getting sucked up by the ocean, which is starting to close, because they're not any, they're not ghouls anymore. Uh, that also means that uh, Orlando Bloom's curse is lifted, which I guess it also would mean that Barnacle Bill, his dad, but I guess his dad died, if he just went for the trident first, if Orlando Bloom went for the trident like 10 movies ago, everything would be fine, but no, he didn't. So there's this cool scene where the ocean is closing up, and uh, the, uh, the Black Pearl is, is steering over. And here comes Barbosa on the anchor. And he's like, grab a hold, mateys. The anchors dri- dip down because the, the Black Pearl is on the edge of the ocean. And they all jump on. And, and Salazar jumps on. And he starts climbing up. And the girl almost falls. And Barbosa catches her. And she notices the tattoo of the stars, the same stars from the map. He doesn't say anything. He just looks at her with a little big, goofy smile. And she realizes, oh, my God, Barbosa's my dad. And at that moment, he sacrifices himself and takes down Salazar while saving her. They get lifted up to safety. And he falls away ah, into the water, dead. Then we cut to the uh, land. Back, We're back at... Uh, Henry Turner's house, and he's out on the ocean with this, with his. Oh, he's out on the land with the girlfriend, Carissa, who's his girlfriend now. He kissed her, so they girlfriend, boyfriend. Uh, and she's like Smith. What a nice name. He's like, my name is Barbosa. That might have happened a few minutes before. So she knows he's the dad. She's going to go by Carissa Barbosa now. So uh, Jeffrey Rush might be dead. Uh, Javier Bardem might be dead, but Orlando Bloom is alive and well. As so is the Flying Dutchman. So that's back. That's a regular ship now, and, have, and Orlando Bloom climbs up. He's like, how'd you do it, son? He's like, I, I saved you, Dad. We did it uh, together. He didn't say that, but this is how I'm picturing it. I love you, son. He hugs him, and then Kira Knightley comes out. So it's like, oh, there's Orlando Bloom. There's Kira Knightley. They are uh, back together. You know, they haven't been in a... He, I think Orlando Bloom... No, Orlando Bloom wasn't in the last one. They weren't in the last one at all. So they're back together, uh, and... They kiss and hug and all that stuff. And then we go back to the Black Pearl, and there's Captain Jack Sparrow. And he's like, wherever we want to go. He's got his compass back. The monkey gives it to him, and the compass just shows points straight. And he's like, I have a, a bearing across the sea or something. Uh, he's like, I've got a bearing across the sea. That's how he really talks. But he, um, I mean, I don't know. Is he going to pick up Penelope Cruz now because she has the voodoo doll, or is that completely gone? Uh so the reason I, th- I mean, they, every single one of these movies has an after credit scene. So at the end of this one, we uh, sh- are shown uh, Orlando Bloom and Keira Knightley chilling in bed, both fully dressed, but I'm assuming some fun happened. And then you hear, uh, like, there's lightning going on, so they didn't quite hear these doors open and, uh, you know, this guy walking in. And you see, like, the face, the, the shadow of the face, and you see, like, a tentacle and you realize, hey, that's Davy Jones. Not from the monkeys. Here we come, walking down the street. Get the funniest looks from everyone we meet. Hey, hey, we're the pirates. Okay, so Davy Jones uh, apparently shows up. And Orlando Bloom's like, what? And then, boom, he wakes up. He's like, it was all, it was all a dream. Hug me, Karen Knightley. And they cut down to the boat, to the bottom of the... Uh, below the bed. I thought he was going to be under the bed, but it showed some wet marks, and I don't know if it was barnacle or tentacles, but it's like, oh my God, Davy Jones really was there. The end. So, Davy Jones is back, I guess. Um, it was Bill Nye. No, no, Bill Nighy. 
not Bill Nye, the science guy. I think it's Bill Nye. Is how you pronounce the actor's name? I think. Uh, but I guess Javier Bardem is gone. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Penelope Cruz. I love to say those names like that. I don't know why. It just sounds so much cooler. Um, yeah, this movie was chock filled with all kinds of nonsense. And uh, surprisingly, I've been talking to about this for like almost 18 minutes. It's crazy. Um, look, these movies are exactly what I thought they would be. Giant cartoons come to life. Giant, you know, video game adventures uh, with one action sequence coming after another action sequence. I've, I've read a bunch of fantasy novels, and there are moments where it's like the characters are on a quest. Here's, an, here's a moment of peril. Here's an action moment. Here's a moment of peril, and the quest continues. So I kind of dig those types of stories, uh, and that's what these are, you know, on a much more kiddish level. Uh, you know, fun to look at. If part six comes out, will I be watching it? Of course I will. Who knows? Maybe I'll see it in the theater if it ever happens. If it happens in June, you best believe it. Uh, folks, that's all I got. So I want to thank you for listening. You guys have been sticking with me for 25 days. Not to mention that if you've stuck with me over the years, you just subscribe and leave it. I don't even care if you listen. Just subscribe and leave it aside. And every June, you're guaranteed 30 podcasts. You'll get some here and there. You know, you get some stranger things coming also, uh, but every June you're guaranteed 30 podcasts, and we are 25 in. Can you believe it? July 1st, I'm going to be like, oh my God, I'm not watching a movie today. This is crazy. This is crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's it. Thank you very so, so much for listening and sticking with me. My name is Mike. You can find me on Twitter at Geek Mentality. You can find me on Instagram, also at Geek Mentality, uh, and... On Facebook, though, it's Fans Not Experts. That's the name of the website, fansnotexperts.com. Go there, check out my podcast, check out my cousin's Metallica podcast. There's a wrestling podcast, there's a Stranger Things podcast, but if you subscribe to this, you automatically get that. There's a hair metal podcast that needs to come back to life pretty soon. There's an Iron Maiden podcast that needs to come back to life pretty soon. So we have all kinds of things, everything you can find at fansnotexperts.com. Now, if you're listening to this from the website and you're not subscribed, go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to Google Play, go to anywhere. If you have a podcast app on your phone, you can type in search Geek Mentality, all, uh, two words, and you can find us and you can subscribe. So these will show up every day. You can get all the back catalog. You can listen to all the old episodes. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's really it. I want to thank you so much for listening. Uh, tomorrow, I might be going to the movie theater again. So I'm hoping to go to the theater to see a movie. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it is a series, part of a series. So, until then, until tomorrow, I want to leave you. Oh, I can hear the birds and the trees. We're not birds, we're a junk band. I'm going to leave you with what I leave you with every day. Now, that is, ladies and gentlemen, my theme song. This is my podcast, I made it. Geek Mentality is what I named it, and I think you should listen and subscribe, cause I'm kinda funny and awesome, I think that I'm worth your time, and I'm kinda handsome, my mom says, please listen and please subscribe, at least listen to this episode. Fans not experts.